Welcome back into the Sweat and Serve podcast. I'm your host, Evan Budrovich. On this episode, we sit down with Nani Carver, the point guard who's full of energy and also is one of the toughest kids on this team. A big part of Campbell's success this year, starting 10-1 in the conference, is the depth of this team. And it certainly helps to have a player like Nani Carver off the bench at that point guard position who could defend your best player. We've seen her hit some threes, and during her freshman year when she was healthy, one of the best shooters in the Big South. Now as a junior, back from injury, she's a hard-nosed player on Ronnie Fisher's team, and you're going to enjoy this conversation with Tatiana Carver. Okay, Nani, so your Twitter handle is Baby Cinco, correct? Mm-hmm. Where did the nickname come from? Um, I don't know. Like, in high school, people just started calling me Baby Cinco because my basketball number was number five. So I just took it and ran with it, kind of. Why did you grow up wanting to play with number five? Well, originally, I've had so many basketball numbers since I started playing. At first, I was 23. Um, then I went to one. And then I was 12. I was 12 for like a long time. And then when I got to high school, uh, I just was like, number five looks good. Let me just have that and I'll wear that. (laughs) It was kind of neat because Maryland, of course, a huge state with the small prep schools and the private Mm -hmm. schools and the Catholic schools. And you went to Elizabeth Seton High School. Tell me a little bit about what that school was like for you. Um, I would definitely say my high school experience was a lot different than normal people how so just because it was all girls and it's just different going to school every single day with all girls (laughs) um how do you think that because you have a big personality how did you fit in at a place like that I was just a regular girl that went there that played basketball I mean it was a really small school so everybody knew me but I don't know. Absolutely. So tell me, who, which of the coaches kind of talked to you first, and how did you end up coming to Campbell? Um, well, Coach Bowen actually was the one that recruited me. Um, and then I started talking to Coach Fisher and Coach Hall, and all of them came along. Um, my first, like, real experience of, like, being involved with all of them was when I came to the individual camp, and I brought some of my teammates from Elizabeth Seaton. So that was really cool. What are those conversations like with Lindsay? We haven't had her on the podcast yet. Mm-hmm. But, or actually, we have. We have had her on the podcast. She's obviously a really good player growing up. Mm-hmm. Did you, like, know of the name Lindsay Bowen? Or actually, that like? no. And then my dad was like, you know she, you know she's a shooter, right? You know she's like like that, and I was like, no, actually I didn't. <laughs> and I was like, thanks for telling me. Would that have made you more nervous if you knew, or less? Uh, probably more. That was the one thing with me. Like whenever I talked to college coaches, I would like have to prepare myself like three days ahead of time because it was bad. <laughs> uh, you have a good personality and a fun personality. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from for you growing up? I don't know. Um. My parents tell me all the time that I was very quiet when I was a baby, so I have no idea where it came from. It's interesting, Nani, because your freshman year, you played right away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a couple years ago now. We were at Kansas mm-hmm. on a road trip, and I think you had, what, double-figure points, hit a couple yeah. shots in the second half. What's that experience like of playing right away and, and making an impact? It's, I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, my dream all my life has been 
to play college basketball division one and then to see all my hard work and and long hours pay off it is indescribable you told us on your very first interview when we when we all met as a freshman you said something interesting about me is i never wear makeup at all <laughs> you were like that was just something that stood out i remember that i looked back at our interview a couple years ago one, it looks like that's changed a little bit, but mm -hmm. two, what's it like now being in college and, you know, just growing up a little bit? Um, I don't know. It's, I get to express myself in different ways. I've, I've come to love makeup. Um, it's like something that I do in my free time when I just want to get away. It's, so, it's good alone time for me. Certainly for you last year you had a chance to kind of sit back and mm -hmm. reflect and watch and, and see stuff. What did you kind of learn during that process? Um, I learned to be more vocal and like Tatiana Carver learning to be vocal off the court. Okay. Explain. Like on yeah. the bench, you know, you know, me screaming on the sidelines, but, um, I, I learned a lot. Um, this unfortunately isn't the first time I had to sit out. But it's different because now I'm in college. The last time I had to set out, I was in high school. And it's like two totally different games, like high school compared to college. The pace and everything is different. So just watching, like, my teammates and how they play on the floor, like Haley, for example, <coughs> she's, she's kind of like – I'm trying to model my game after her a little bit as far as, like, slowing my game down and, like, trying to read – defense and all that so I've learned a lot it's interesting Nani because you bring up the screaming on the bench mm -hmm. and one of the first games I really noticed it probably just because it was kind of quiet in the arena and <laughs> we hit a couple threes but the Boston College trip yes. we're up at BC and I think even BK had a couple of threes and all yeah. of a sudden there's this I don't want to scare the folks on the <laughs> podcast here, but the screeching sound yeah, that was me. from their side of the gym. That was me. What inspired you? Because I've heard some stories that have gone in different ways. What inspired you to kind of push that out Well, there? Caroline Bells is the one that really started this. Um, like in the locker room or whenever, she would just like scream randomly. And as a team, we just started doing it. So I was like, why not carry it on to the court? <laughs> and that's what happened. Um, it, it's neat because as the season went on, Obviously, a lot of wins in the conference tournament. And in that Hampton game, it was like you were a one-man band mm -hmm. down there. And Julia Crocker was dancing with you mm -hmm. and, and celebrating. I know you didn't get to play, so yeah. part of that is disappointing. But just to be part of that conference experience, mm -hmm. what was that like for you? It's, it's un, un, undescribable. I mean, just watching my teammates play and how hard they play, I just love it, every second of it. They, they sacrifice so much on the floor, and it's just amazing to watch, just to be involved. <clears throat> I'm looking at your class schedule here on Teamworks, mm -hmm. and it's loaded with sociology classes and 300-level psychology classes. Yep. So I'm curious what class has stood out to you this semester, and, and what are your pursuits as a student? Well, uh, I am a psychology major, but my – the class that I'm enjoying the most right now will probably have to be my sociology class. Um, my teacher, doc, um, Dr. Nelson, he's like amazing. I love him. Um, I want to be uh, a psychologist one day. Mm -hmm. Don't know. Don't know for sure yet. I was thinking about the military after school, so we'll see. I have no idea what my I'm plans interested. are. I'm interested. Why? What kind of pushes you possibly towards the military? <laughs> 
for um, just the fact that I don't know what I want to do after school. So I can go to the military for like a year and decide what I want to do, get myself together. And if I decide that I want to stay in the military, then I can stay. So We've seen your personality off the court, mm -hmm. but on the floor, there's kind of a, it's almost like you flip a switch and there's a swagger mm -hmm. that gets turned on. How do you try to do that when you're playing? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like natural. Mm, my dad, he always talks about you got to have like this swag about you when you play. And, and my um, high school coach, uh, Kevin Borstico, he was like, when you get on the court, like you're just a totally different person. Like uh, your demeanor, everything is just different. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Something just, something just takes over me sometimes and I just turn into a different person. You've mentioned that you're a big Kyrie Irving fan. Mm -hmm. What about his game stands out to you? Last night, did you see that, huh? Yeah, he's just good. Like It was another 50-pointer, right? 54, I think. Wow. He he's just a different breed. I don't know the way he the way he sees the floor. That's that's one big thing with me. Like I love assists. I love creating for my teammates. I'm a pass first, score second type of player. So the way he and last night wasn't a very good example of pass first, <laughs> <laughs> score score second. But he does he does do that. So I'm yeah. curious. Growing up in Upper Maryland, who mm -hmm. was your NBA team growing up? <laughs> the Wizards. <laughs> oh, the Washington Wizards. Yeah. Okay. Well, so when you were growing up, because gosh, that's early 2000s. Yeah. Gilbert Arenas. Yes. Was still rolling yes, yes, with yes. them. They were, you know, a perennial four, mm -hmm. five, My seed dad every loved year. him, Gilbert. He had a basketball. It was a Wizards basketball. I had number zero on it in his last name. Agent yeah. Zero. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nani, obviously, this year you're playing a lot more again, back in the rotation. Mm -hmm. What makes this group fun or special to be with? They're very. They're very fun. Everybody has their own, like, personality. We have the two moms on the team, Kiana and Lauren. We have the goofballs, which is me, Taya, Julia, um, Brittany, Faith. Everybody, like, we just click, and we love each other so much, and we play hard for each other on the court. We just, we just bond really good. What's it like? Because I saw it a lot in the Radford game a little bit. I think Ronnie checked you in like in the second quarter, and he said, hey, your job is to lock down this person. Mm -hmm. What's that conversation like with the coach? Just what you just said. Go out there, play defense. You play for your teammates, and that's it. And that's what I do. <laughs> uh, it's fascinating, Nani, because this team has obviously had a lot of success. Mm -hmm. And last year it kind of came at the end of the season. This right. year we're seeing it early. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that's a little different with this year's team? Mm. Defense. Defense is the core of this team. That's what we're known for. Like, we're number one in the country in scoring defense. So I think that's what makes us so special, and I think that's what's going to continue to make us special. Like, defense is a priority. We all know it. So, yeah. Have you ever <clears throat> in your AAU career, high school career, had mm -hmm. to play this type of defense, and how do you adjust no. to it? No, mm -mm. <laughs> we did not. I mean, my high school coach was like, he was big on defense too, but Coach Fisher, he's a different breed when it comes to defense. If he could, he would spend a whole four-hour practice strictly on defense. I respect them for that, though. My last question for you, Nani. You mentioned the group of goofballs, the mm -hmm. group of parents. Where do you fit in that equation, and, and who's kind of your, your tag team partner, if you will, <laughs> with jokes? Zaya LaShawn Bowden is my tag team partner. She is 
probably the funniest person that I know. Like her, Julia and Ashlyn were well, me and Ash and Julia were all roommates. <laughs> and when I tell you there's never a moment in that room that we're not laughing together, we have so much fun together, it's ridiculous. Thank you, Nani. One thing Thank I forgot you. to ask you, because I'm just thinking about it mm -hmm. now. You occupy the back of the bus. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have that on lockdown, that three-row seat. Lockdown, yes. How does a, you know, you're only a junior. Mm -hmm. How does somebody younger get that spot, and what did you have to do to claim that back of the bus? <laughs> well, when I first came here, people already had, like, their assigned seats, and the only seat that was open was the one in the back. So I just kind of sat there and hoped nobody would say nothing, and it worked. <laughs> Thanks, Nani. Appreciate it. Thank you.